I'm Abby. And I'm Emily. And welcome to Formula Female. Hello, I'm Abby. And I'm Emily. And this is Formula Female. Woo! I watch the race every week. And I watch the highlights and read the articles because ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, and that makes us, quite frankly, overly qualified. <laughs> yeah, we should basically be racing the cars. I say yeah. this all the time. So welcome to episode three of Formula Female, the Japanese Grand Prix. Woo! Um, do you want to just like dive into it? I feel like we don't have anything to say from like last week's episode. We've not really received much feedback other um, than the fact that the audio... We did do, was really bad. We did do predictions. Oh yeah, let's talk about the predictions. <laughs> what, who did you predict? I predicted George Russell P1, Lando Norris P2, Charles Leclerc P3. That was obviously not going to happen. Actually, you However, got, you got I did get one. P3. Charles Leclerc got the P3. Um, um, and who did you do fastest lap? Mick Schumacher. Yeah, um, he was never going to get past this lap. No. But Joe, when you did absolute scenes, unexpected. Yeah. Who did you say? Um, I can't remember. I just remember I said that Ferrari would be on the podium, and I was right. Yeah. So. And I also said they nearly would be fastest lap again, and that was just that not was true. just not true. Um, but do you want to start with things that happened off the grid? Yes. Um, so we got an announcement, kind of like the day we released the last episode, yeah. um, saying that the cost cap deadline had been extended. Yeah. And so then I wrote that note and it says, so I was like, right, everyone's thinking now that did they extend that deadline so that Max could potentially win the world championship yeah. at Japan and, not and then, the of the and then they go, oh crap, Red Bull are guilty. Yeah. And then, oh, well, who cares now? Because yeah. they've no, already won the yeah. championship. We can't take that off them again. But they've kind of done that anyway. It's literally what they've done. Because they announced yesterday that they were yeah. over budget. Well, yeah, that, the cars cap deadline was extended to the day after the, the, Jap- the Japanese Which Grand Prix. Is a little bit suspicious. And I think I really think that if Max hadn't have won yeah. on Sunday and won the championship on Sunday, yeah. they'd have extended it again. Until they had Until won. he wins. Until he had won. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like, spoilers... Yesterday, we was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was we yesterday. got the announcement that Red Bull have been found guilty of a minor infringement of the cost cap. Minor infringement. Um, we don't know as of yet what's going to happen. I still think I'm Not still it. confirming what I think is going. What I thought happened last time is like yeah. they're going to be like, well, well, maybe we should give them more money next year then. What? Or like, but it has they give them a fine or going something. Over the budget works. It shows. Proves that if you just spend as much money as you yeah. want, you might you won't, probably won't get a punishment. You'll have the fastest car on the track, yeah. and you'll win championships. If, what was the other team that went over the budget though? Aston Martin. And um, yeah, but yeah. they're still doing better than like before. Yeah, I suppose. Um, and if you think, and I, I think it was Carlos Sainz that said this. That seven million pounds that they went over That's a lot. at the end of the day is pennies. But also is a lot. Yeah. Um, that can save them at like a second. Yeah. On the track. And that can. Make and that second difference. can win a race. Yeah. So it's just like Ferrari knows what's up. Yeah, Ferrari knows where it's at, and if they don't, if Red Bull don't get punished this year, next year it's going to be insane because like everyone's just going to do whatever. Yeah, because they're, they're just going to spend all their money. Everyone's going to know that they can get away with it. They're just going to be like, guys, you know, it'll be really funny. Let's just spend a lot of money. 
Um, it's going to so be a very interesting season. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks, to be honest, seeing what punishment they do yeah. or do not get and seeing the reaction of like the world to that. Um, but yeah, other than the cost cap, which is still kind of an ongoing thing that will yeah. fill you in um, as it comes, we got a couple of announcements in terms of driver lineup for next year. Yep. So Pierre Gasly had kind of signed a contract to stay in Alpha Tauri. Yeah. But they said he's free to move. So he decided, yes, let's do that. So next year we're having a Pierre Gasly in an Alpine. Oh. I'm I'm excited about it yeah. because I'm sick of him working for Red Bull. They yeah, do not fair. treat him right. That Red they do not treat Pierre Gasly he's correctly. Not, he's not one of the he's not the main guy. Well, he used to be as the second the second driver in Red Bull Red Bull. Yeah. And then they got rid of him and moved him to Alpha Tauri Red Bull. And still, I feel like he's got so much potential and they're not treating him right there. Um, He's going to Alpine, which means two French drivers in a French car, which is very exciting. Although I do think it's going to cause tension because they don't particularly like each other. Yay! Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gazi don't like each other. And also, I think it's going to make it worse that they're both French. It's going to be who's the best French driver. Because it's like they're in a French car. Who is the best French driver in yeah. the French car? It's going to be like a total like war. It's going to be like Hamilton and um, Rosberg again. It's going to be great. It's, it's going, going to be, be beef and it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be very entertaining. Um, but I'm, I'm happy that Pierre's left Red Bull. I think it's just going to be exciting to see him in a, in a different car. Yeah. Like, I've been saying this for years, like, get him out. I wanted him to go to McLaren for a while. That's because you're a McLaren stab. Yes, I know. But I did. I think he's got, he could have potential at McLaren, but Alpine will do for now <laughs> and then we got like the same day yeah we got an announcement saying that nick <laughs> devries ah is, is going to alpha Tauri's filling the pierre gasly seat Woo, he's a little guy which was yeah he's he deserves that seat yeah. like come on we after really the scenes we saw it no but he he did because i'm very happy for him yeah obviously they got rid of nicholas latifi and seem, i was expecting them yeah. to go to him to go to williams but we seem to think that um what's his name Nick DeVries, we seem to think he's really young, but he's really not. Oh, no, he's not that young. Just because he's But it's F1. because he's won... He's a Formula E world champion. Yeah. Formula 2 world champion, Formula 3 world champion. He's like... He's a, an incredible driver. He should be keeping he an eye needs out on to, him. Yeah, so everyone watch out for DeVries on the track next month, next year. Because it's not like he's entering an awful team. No, yeah. It's not like he is entering in the Williams or entering in the Haas. Yeah. He's entering in Alpha Tauri, which is very much like a midfield yeah, team. Yeah, it's like a... So I think we've got something to watch. We've got another Dutch driver in the Red Bull lineup. Oh! Um, and I think if he does well at Alpha Tauri and Perez leaves, it could be a double Dutch at oh, Red Bull. Oh, that's something to watch. Yeah. And we had the official announcement from Daniel Ricciardo telling us that he will not be racing in Formula One in 2023. We knew this. We knew he probably was, because he kept saying he was yeah. looking, but, like, come on. That he, is quite sad. Yeah, he um, he won't be racing. I remember when they announced, it's kind of really sad, because yeah. when they announced Las Vegas, yeah. um, he was like, I was going to retire, and now I'm not, and now he's actually not going to race at Las Vegas. <sighs> so... I'm kind of obviously I'm a mixed yeah. opinion because I love Daniel Ricciardo. I think he's great. I think he was a great driver yeah. and could, still could be. I think he's in the wrong team. He just hasn't had the best. Season. He's in the wrong team. McLaren doesn't fit right with Daniel Ricciardo at all. Yeah. I don't think they ever meshed. Um, but um, how old is he now? 
He's like 35, 36. Good lad. Yeah. Um, so he's quite old. But um, I watched an interview with Jensen Button yeah. when they were talking about it. And he was like, if he has a year off, people are going to forget about him. Yeah. Because next year we're going to have a lineup of drivers. And we're going to like every single one of them on this track. Yeah. Mate, potentially. Yeah. Not 100%, but we're going to like every single one. Because we're going to have the new drivers. We're going to have the originals racing in new yeah. teams. Yeah. It's going to be a great year. Who has to leave to let Daniel back in? Oh, uh, yeah. We're not going to want to get rid of the new F2s. We're not going to get want to get rid of the, the people who are kind of dominating. Yeah. It's going to be either Lewis goes or Alonso goes pretty much. For there to be a seat for Daniel. Yeah. Because they're the oldest That's too. That's pretty unlikely though as well. Yeah, because Alonso's collecting um, Formula One teams like Infinity Stones. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, who knows? He could come back. Um, but I also think another job opportunity, Daniel Ricciardo, if you're listening, <laughs> become a uh, commentator for Formula One. There is a space if, for you. Yeah, there's a space. Always a space for you. Like, imagine... You're watching a race, and on comms, you hear Daniel Ricciardo. I'd, I'd be like, that. oh my That'd gosh. Like, it's a good day when Jensen's on comms. Even better day if Daniel's on comms, you know what I mean? It could be a really nice post-retirement job for yeah. him. We should uh, send him an email. Yeah. Um, we should get him on here. This could be his post-retirement yeah. job. Daniel Ricciardo, if ever you're listening, come join our podcast. Come and join the podcast. We are always welcome there's to have you. There's a space for you. I'm literally pointing at an empty chair for you right <laughs> Yeah, now. there's two empty chairs. You can bring your <laughs> buddies. buddies. Bring your friends. Um... But yeah, that's pretty much everything happening off track Yeah, this season. So it's time for on track at the Japanese Grand Prix. So, uh, so um, it's qualifying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, and it's wet. Love. We've had a lot of wet races. Yeah, it's always it's flipping always wet. It's... Um, like, it seems to rain, like, all the time at these races, but they can't hold yeah. them off. Because of Spa last year, like, they can't say no. Yeah, I mean, and it's also just so much of a hassle. And it's then, so much fun. It does, it shows who the best driver is. <laughs> yeah, like, you can drive if you can drive in the wet. Yeah. Um. So the qualifying results that we got, we got Verstappen on pole, absolutely no shock there. Yeah. Leclerc P2, nice. Sainz P3, nice. Perez P4. It's kind of like the basic qualifying results it's, at this it's point. It's very much giving Singapore. It's very much giving every other week. Yeah. Um, and that, but we did get Esteban Ocon P5, which was quite rare. Kind of rare. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton P6, Alonso P7, Russell P8, Sebastian Vettel P9. Mm. That's a really good yeah. qualifying result for Vettel at the moment. And Norris P10. And then that's like the top 10 yeah. for qualifying. So not too bad, not too good. Quite a because race. it's kind of just yeah. an average race other than like. Vettel and Ocon's positions. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it for qualifying. Nothing particularly crazy went down. Yeah. That's, I didn't really make a note. Which I was up really early to watch it. I woke up. You were up, much? You texted me. It was like, it's time to watch the quality. <laughs> like, because like, I'd had a late, I'd had like a late night the night before. Get in, go to sleep, wake up at like seven. Yeah. Qualifying time. But that's perks of the Japanese Grand Prix. Yay. You can watch it really early. So, yeah, like, I have nothing else to really say on qualifying. No, it's yeah. pretty much a basic a basic finish. Um, so, yeah, we can move on to the race now. Woo! Race time. So, as we said, it was a wet race. Um, and everyone race. started on the wets. Yeah. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. So it, we, it's lights out and away we go. And <laughs> but you love saying that. I like, love saying that. <laughs> Get me out to Sky Sports. Um, so it's lights out and away we go. And Charles got away. Yeah. But he got away great. Yeah. Really well. Like excellent start. Yeah. But Max was just there. Yeah. Like literally from the minute they left that line. Yeah. Max was like next to him, and turn one. He's ahead. Yeah. I don't... It's like... Sometimes it's insane to watch the car because you're like, they're not going to take him. He's beh- so far behind him. Yeah. Then he gets that boost. He's, he's, yeah. That boost of speed From and he's where? just ahead. Yeah. And he finishes that race 26 <sighs> seconds ahead of everyone yeah. else. He does not like, lose it the whole time. No. no. And that's why you can't fault... Like, that's why you can't fault Max Verstappen, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, the haters will hate, but... The haters will hate, <laughs> but you can't hate that bad. No. Because he's an incredible driver. Yeah. Um, so... Turn one, um, Sebastian Vettel and Alonso have a bit of a yeah. kerfuffle and, and Vettel goes off, but his car is okay. Yeah. It's just they have a little kerfuffle. Then Carlos signs. Oh. <sighs> he has a uh, unfortunate incident. It happens. Into the barrier. It happens so all early. the time. So early. so early. Lap one. Lap one. He... But... At the end of the day, it was going to happen. It was chucking it down. You couldn't see. But I didn't want it to happen to a Ferrari driver. It's always a Ferrari. And then Arex Albon also uh, came off yeah. on lap one, which was unfortunate because Alex Albon's been doing quite well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Then this is where it all has kicked off a little bit via the internet. <sighs> so Pierre Gasly was driving around the corner. He ended up with yeah. a bit of barrier on him. And... He couldn't see, no. and obviously yeah, it carries on. It does, yeah, it does insane. go on to a red flag, this incident, because yeah. they realise it's too wet, we've got to clear the floor. It's quite frankly so And wet. what they decide yeah. to do is they send on a tractor yeah. to retrieve the signs in the Albon car. Yeah. Pierre Gasly comes speeding past that no tractor. No one told them about this tractor. No event. one told him about this tractor. And this is suddenly giving everyone flashbacks to about eight years ago <sighs> from the loss of Jules Bianchi. Yeah. This exact same track, the exact same conditions, and he died because of this incident. Yeah. And the, the world, like, Pierre Gasly, Lando Norris, Charles Leclerc, yeah. this is very, like, a hard incident for them. Yeah. And it was nearly recreated. But it's a, it's a kind of become an argument. Was it Pierre Gasly's fault? It absolutely was no. not. No. I think, yeah, he was speeding on the red flag, but you couldn't see. No, yeah. Just all you need to do is make sure... First of all, marshals are on there anyway to make sure the driver's yeah. okay. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about that. Just wait until everyone is in the pits because of the red yeah. flag to send things on. And tell everyone that there is going to be something sent on. Yeah. So, but... And in the end, Pierre Gasly, spoilers everyone, gets a 20-second time penalty and two driver's licence points. First of all, why? I think that I think they'll retract those, to be honest. Yes, they have said they are, in, re, like, kind of investigating yeah. what they've given him because of the reactions of the drivers and the yeah. teams because they think it's horrible. Um, I was, there was even um, Sky commentators like arguing, saying oh, yeah. it was Pierre's fault. What? Or there was one saying that it was half and half. I truly believe... It's, he's not at all to blame No, for that. I think obviously like... Like technically it was him, but no. It it was that they shouldn't put a tractor on there. Yeah. We know what happened, which yeah. what's happened before. We should be stricter on this kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Especially when it's wet. It's wet. You can't see. Yeah. Yeah. Send a tractor on. Maybe if everyone can see. But it's the wet of the race. Yeah. We can't. No. Um. So yeah, that happened. 
Um, all in that one. This is that was a lot. This, yeah. And then we go into a safety car on lap two, as per. And then a red car, uh, red flag in, uh, also in lap two again. This um, red flag goes on for many hours. Yeah. Um, about two hours. Two the red hours, flag yeah. was holding. Um, so like, who knows if it was going to restart? But it had to because of Spa, obviously. Yeah. And then we get a rolling start. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of good. I prefer like a restart, yeah, because you get the action of like the start lights again. out, yeah. and everyone's going again. But it's fine. It keeps it in the order, yeah. keeps it a little bit fair. Um, so yeah, and then the, so because obviously we know about like the two hour yeah. fit in the race. We only have forty minutes left of this insane, race. Absolutely insane. And I was like, oh my god, what is going to happen in forty minutes? We've seen less than seventy five percent of the race as well. Oh. That's going to come up yep. again later. That's going to come up again later. Um, so, yeah, Sebastian Vettel um, pits onto the Inters. Yeah. He's the first to go into the pits to go into brave the guy, Inters. Brave guy, really brave guy. It's brave because we don't know what these Inters yeah. tyres are going to do. Is it going to fault them? Are they going to end up all over the place? Or yeah. is it going to do really good for their speed? It pays off really well for Sebastian Vettel because he's getting fastest lap quite a yeah. few times. Um, and he does have a close call with Latifi in the pits. There's always a close call with Latifi. It's a good um, week when he doesn't crash. Yeah, like on Twitter, everyone's just like, oh, he didn't crash. He didn't, didn't crash. Really? No. <laughs> he got a couple points. Yeah. <laughs> I also made a note of the Magnussen-Stroll fight. Yeah. Um, there was absolutely, like, Magnussen was making moves and it was a good little fight yeah. happening between those. And then, kind of, it felt like there was racing and then all of a sudden, everyone and their nan was in the pits. Really? Yeah, like everyone was just like right pits, and they all put inters on, bar um, Alonso, Ricardo, and Schumacher. That's a choice. Yeah, George was not happy with the choice to go yeah. onto the inters. He really thought we should have wets. And normally George is good calls with his pit yeah. stops, like he's doing the most. But Sebastian Vettel was getting fastest laps. Yeah, they needed to go onto these inters. It was clearly not wet enough for wets. Yeah. Um. So. Everyone goes down in the pits. Suddenly Mick Schumacher's P3, then P2, like, then what? P1. He, Mick Schumacher led the Japanese Grand Prix That's insane. for like a few minutes. Um, and they didn't pit Mick because they felt if they pit later on in the race, yeah. they can hold on to this P3 position. Yeah. It Which didn't work so out. Yeah. It did not work out, but... That would have been incredible. Yeah. Like, uh, everyone would lose their marbles. And it was Alonso P1, Ricardo P2, and Schumacher P3. That's so Don't weird. you think that's, like, an incredible order, though? Yeah. Like, imagine those three on the podium. It's so different as well. It's, yeah. like, not giving what happens every single week. Yeah, but then it did give <clears throat> what it happens every week yeah. because Max overtook all of them instantly. You've got to respect him, but also... You've got to respect him. Um, Can he calm down? Yeah, but then Mick does. Mick does end up in the pits and does lose his positions. As and predicted. then I made this note. I looked at the uh, leaderboard. Nicholas Satifi. Where is he? He was just in P nine. Just casually. He was just casually. I was like, how did you get there then? <laughs> how have you got there then? Yeah, like, no one bothered watching him because he's a bit. No, no one normally watches Satifi <laughs> do things. And then he's just kind of like there. It was really mad. It's a good week, but he, he does him. actually hold on to that position. Yeah. And ends up in the points. That's so weird. Ev- Small yeah, clap for Nicholas Latifi. I was talking to my dad about it, though. Um, like, yeah, he got the points. First yeah. points of the season. He's yeah. two points. Um, what a great guy. I know, incredible. But, like, 
that's still not enough for someone to pick him no. up. If someone, like, if, like, Hass watch that performance and go, you know what? We're going to get him. Let's replace Mick and get Latifi in. Mick, like, statistically he's done better than yeah. Latifi. I think the I'll one lose it. Down. Like, why? Like, I love Gotifi. He's iconic. What? But he's just a bad driver. <laughs> yeah. I don't get like, how he got into F1. Money. Money. Would I get there quicker if I was a rich man? <laughs> yes. Um, ben, Alonso does a really early pit stop. Which leaves Hamilton and Ocon in a fight. It's like, kind of mad. What is Ocon, Ocon doing? defends like for a while, like a while. Yeah, he's defending, defending, defending. And I think he holds him behind for ages. And then I also made a note: Max ends up with a twenty-four second lead, which means what? so he you you lose twenty-two seconds for a yeah. pit stop at this race. So if he did a pit stop and they didn't do very well on the pit stop, he'd still come out first in front of Charles Leclerc. You can't, like, the speeds that man was doing. Why can't we see this energy for Ferrari, man? Why can't we see this energy for, like, any other driver at some point? Um, So, yeah, then it's kind of... Yeah, this is just pretty much, like, the last lap of the race, a lot goes down. So the last lap, Alonso takes George Russell... He's been holding him back yeah. for forever, and the last lap. But I don't think Russell. Alonso ever takes gonna... him. Alonso is, and like the goat. Yeah. He is the goat. Like he's so okay. Maybe not the goat. Maybe not. He's a yeah. goat. Everyone um, knows Latifi is the goat. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a goat, and he takes George Russell. Like I kind of, I'll semi allow it. I was annoyed like that Russell got overtaken, yeah. but. Alonso deserved it. He did some great fighting. Um, yeah, Max wins 26 seconds before anyone else. Yep. So we're watching the Alonso-Russell fight. Yeah. And then up comes Max's face that he's crossed the line. And he's just won. And he's just won. He doesn't know that yet, though. Mm. Um, there's a lot to say on that subject in a second. Um, so, yeah. And, right. This is so annoying. So we have Leclerc and Perez fighting. Love it. Like, absolutely battling it down to the last second and Leclerc ends up going over the rumble strip and off the track (sighs) so technically he went off the track and he kind of it it helped him stay P2 yeah so he finished the race in P2 and Sergio Perez P3 but unfortunately he was awarded a five second time penalty P3 not bad P3 not bad but that meant Charles Leclerc was no longer in the run-ins for the championship. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, race control noted the issue and decided to investigate it. Therefore, the five-second time penalty. Yeah. Um, Latifi ended up with points. Confused.com. So random. <laughs> um, and Alonso yeah. crossed the line at exactly the same time. What? Like, there was 0.0011 seconds between them crossing the line. That was, like... Go on, lads. Come on, world champions obsessed. Um, yeah, so... Um, yeah, watching Leclerc get that five-second time penalty was awful because yeah. they found out, because he was in an interview with Sky Sports, um, Max did. Yeah. Then they passed it to Leclerc. Yeah. And they kind of... No, they went to pass it to Leclerc, yeah. and then he went, no, sorry, we've got something to say. Unfortunately, Charles Leclerc has been w- awarded a five-second time penalty and Max Verstappen is world champion. Oh. And it was soul-crushing. Soul-crushing that he found out he's got not only a five-second yeah. time penalty, but he's just lost the world championship. In a Sky Sports in interview. In a Sky Sports interview. I was like, oh, my God. 
I, don't, um, I feel for him. I literally was like, I can't do this. I really wanted him to win as well. Um, right. So, as you mentioned earlier... Um, Slam. <laughs> because of the... Um, the fact that we didn't get the whole race. Yeah. You're supposed to get a reduced amount of points. Yeah. So it goes from like 13, 16, 19 for the race win. Yeah. But you know what the FIA decided to do? Like um, they decided if Max is given 19 points, like he's not going to win the championship, is he? <laughs> he's not far enough ahead. So let's just revert the rules. Yeah. Let's just... And give him the full amount of points. <sighs> so stupid. I was sat there seething because... Yeah, she was like, because, I'm never going to watch a race ever again. Like, because Ted Kravitz um, had spent the whole race keep coming back to us, yeah. telling us, right, now we've done so-and-so amount of the race, yeah. he gets this many points. Yeah. Now we've done this amount of the race, he's done this many points. And then all of a sudden, he gets rewarded 25 points As if we've for seen 40 the whole minutes race. of race time. Yeah. Races normally last two hours. Yeah. 40 minutes of race time and he gets Literally full amount of points. way less than 75% of the race. Yeah. So what's happening there, FIA? Just is it the wins. fact that you want Red Bull to win? Yes, it is. Controversial, conspiracy, but... This is why we need a, yeah. Red, we need a Red Bull fan in here, so it's We need biased. some kind of, like, VAR on this sport <laughs> or something. Um, yeah, uh, Sebastian Vettel gets driver of the day. Yeah. Yay, deserved. His last ever Jap- Japanese Grand Prix. Um, Guan Yu Zhou yeah. uh, gets fastest lap. Nice. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, because he wasn't inside the top ten, he doesn't get points. Yeah. But well done. He Took it off Max. Put, Took it off Max. <laughs> so um then <laughs> So I was watching a little bit of Ted's notebook that came on after and the Red Bull team had to read the rules again to work out how the FIA had worked out that Max had won. What? Like, they were like, what is this interpretation yeah. of the rules? Because if even Red Bull is like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, they were like, all right then. And then Max was like, are you sure? And they were like, yeah, yeah, you've won. What? Oh. And then That's you the most see, unsatisfying victory yeah, ever. Because, but my favourite thing is, last year, when he crossed the line at Abu Dhabi, yeah. we got the commentary of, and it's going Dutch in 2021. Yeah. Max Verstappen, champion of the world. Yeah. This year... We got nothing. nothing Sky no. can't repeat that over and yeah. over. It's just, um, it's just like, yeah, Max won. <laughs> Lol. Yeah. Um, expected it. I do think he, ve- like, Max Verstappen, 100%, well done on winning yeah. your championship. We're just annoyed. That it's um, congratulations, like, you deserved it 100%. Yeah. No one can say you did not deserve yeah. that. It's just the, the circumstances in which you got it on yeah. the last race, again, have made it kind of tainted a little yeah. bit. But, Honestly, deserved. He had so many more points than everyone else. Yeah. He won 11 races this year. Like, come on. I just want it to be literally anyone else, though. I know. And it's nothing... Like, it's kind it's of nothing, nothing against it's him. Nothing it's against just him. the team that he drives for is not my favourite. Yeah. And, like, the scenarios that keep happening. But he deserved it. And make that clear. Yeah. Um, so, we'll go over the race results. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, Verstappen, P1. Yeah. Because of the five-second time penalty, that was Sergio Perez, P2. Charles Leclerc, P3. Not bad, Esteban Ocon, P4. Woo! Uh, Lewis Hamilton, P5. Sebastian Vettel, P6. Pretty good, to be honest. Fernando Alonso, P7. George Russell, P8. Good for Latifi, you. P9. Like, what? And Lando Norris in P10. I mean, I'm kind of really happy with know. those. You're two McLaren to 10 and 11, though. Yeah, but... How do we feel? 
this all right we're just looking forward to next year yeah. at this point now like we've decided the championship's been decided what is the even the, the point of the races after this you, ugh, clearly you're not a real fan I'm you don't sorry. just watch for the championship you watch for the midfield now okay. the midfield's okay. where it goes down okay fighting for fourth place in the constructors that is the beef um so yeah that was pretty much it um I ended my notes with saying goodbye. I hate this sport. Peace <laughs> she out, homies. Be watching another race. Um, because I watched the end of that race. Yeah. I was f- frustrated with the uh, the Pierre Gasly incident. Yeah. I was frustrated with the points incident with the Red Bull. Yeah. I was just like, I can't do this sport anymore. There's too much going on. The cost cap thing's coming. Yeah. What's going on? But obviously, I will be watching the next race. I will never say goodbye to this sport. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was. The Japanese Grand Prix. <laughs> I feel like we need to take a breather yeah. because it feels like more stuff happened off track yeah. than on track at this I feel race. Like a lot happened last week, but it's more like what did not happen this week. It's more what didn't happen and more what happened to the rules yes. this week. You know what I mean? It's very frustrating. Um, but yeah, we move on. It's Austin next time out. Should we do some predictions? Uh, we can do. I do like Austin. It's Daniel Cardo's favourite race. So hopefully he'll do well. Have you seen something good for him this week? Um, hopefully. Be- but he always grows a beard for the Austin Grand Prix. Why? Because he wants to look Texan. He just, he wants, he just wants to look really yeah, cute. He wants to look really good and Texan. Um, but yeah, it's a good race. Yeah. So looking forward to it. Oh, race predictions time though. Ooh. What are we going to say? I want you to go first. Are we going to do actual predictions this time? I'm gonna, I'm, no, I'm going to be serious. You're going to be serious, serious this time. Serious. Okay, right. I don't want to say Max Verstappen, but I feel like he is just going to win again. Yeah. Um, You know what? Let's, make, let's mix it up. Sergio Perez wins. Nice. Third race of the season. Um, Max Verstappen P2. Yeah. Let's go Hamilton P3. That is so random. He's... The Mercedes are brewing for a win. They've been brewing a win for a while. I feel like next year, come on, it's going to go crazy. But um, I feel like they have been brewing a win for a while. I don't know if if they're going to get a win, but I think they're going to get... I'm going to say they'll get a podium next week. Right, okay. And let's just be like... George Russell fastest lap. George Russell fastest lap, okay. George Russell fastest lap. What about you? Um, I'm seeing a Verstappen win. Yeah. Uh, Leclerc second. Mm Mm-hmm. Perez third. Yeah, kind and of like a regular... Kind of, yeah, like a regular race, to be honest. And then maybe McLaren after that. Yeah, in the mix. McLarens will be hopefully somewhere in the mix of the top ten. And I want a Ricardo fastest lap. Ooh, That's Ricardo fastest lap. That's not a That's, That's It's what a I want. one, yeah. For him. For him. For, like, basically one of his home races, yeah. it feels like. Um... Yeah, that's our predictions for Austin. Yeah. Very excited Very for excited Austin. For it's going to be good. Very nervous to see what happens with the cost cap. Yeah. What comes out of the Pierre Gasly investigation. There's a lot happening on and off track. There's two seats left open at this yeah. point. Uh, we have a seat open at Williams. We have a seat open at Haas. Personally. Kind of irrelevant teams, to be fair. Per- Personally, I think we're going to get potentially Giovinazzi at Haas and make Mick Schumacher a reserve driver oh. and Logan Sargent from Formula 2 in a Williams. Yeah. Who knows? It's gonna be quite I'm hoping Mick will stay on the, tr- on the grid. Yeah. We will see. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, but yeah, that will come at some point in the next few episodes of yeah. Formula Female. Is that everything? I think that's everything. Yeah. 
thank you so much for listening to episode three of Formula Female. We have been Formula Female and so are you. Yes. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.